This is the Balancing Act by Security Compass, your guide to going fast while staying safe in today's digital world. Today we are joined by Spencer Coe, Offensive Security Professional at Reddit, to talk about cloud enablement from a security practitioner's perspective. We will start by looking at how security teams can help with creating a culture around cloud enablement. We will then look deeper into the guardrails and metrics and whether current security metrics still apply to the cloud. And finally, we will conclude with a brief discussion on pitfalls to avoid while trying to enable cloud adoption in the context of speed to market while managing security risk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast today. Our guest speaker is Spencer Koch. Spencer, welcome back. Hi there. Hey, there's a lot of talk on cloud enablement. A lot of organizations want to move very quickly. And the question that we have that we want to talk about is what does the role of a security practitioner have in enabling cloud, uh, sort of the, the, the migration to a cloud environment. Uh, and here, when we talk about security practitioners, it would be the folks like our security champions, people who are our security engineers. So, you know, let's kick this off and talk, first of all, just from a, from a high level, from a cultural perspective, Spencer, uh, how, in your opinion, can security practitioners enable or even accelerate this cloud adoption within an organization? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's tricky because there's so much movement and rapid adoption and rapid even service offerings from a cloud perspective, right? Like you look at all the things they're rolling on in AWS and GCP, it's a lot of stuff. And so I think one of the things that we as security folks have to be is almost like you got to be as good as your SREs almost. Um, you know, understanding what the technology is, how to use it, how it's going to be used. Like those are all things that we need to understand so that we can be then advisors on the security aspect of it. And I find the, the biggest benefit that a security person has in the room when you're talking about cloud is you can think of all the ways that stuff is going to break and being able to provide that, well, what if it's not the best case scenario? That's where we provide a lot of value and then being able to figure out how do we put guardrails around everything in a cloud cloud model? Those are the things that are interesting because it's no longer do you have to like find new architectural patterns or come up with some like amazing technology. Like all this stuff already is either an open source project or provided by the cloud provider. It's just up to you to figure out how do you and your company use those technologies to meet the same security objectives that we had to do five, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. And, and you, you brought up this idea of metrics uh, and this idea of kind of setting these guardrails. Um, I think if we look at our rapid delivery CICD pipelines that we've got, the focus and the emphasis is really on speed. And the deployment cycles today, uh, the endpoint is really on a hybrid infrastructure. It could be in the cloud, it could be something on premises. Uh, it, when we look at these metrics, uh, what types of metrics should we be considering to, to kind of balance this need for speed that the business really wants, but at the same time, they're also looking for this thing to be secure in order to balance the risk as well, right? Are, there, are, are they the same metrics that we've always had? Are there different metrics when we look at the cloud? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I would say that they're still the same metrics that we've always had. Um, and so like one of the things that we should always be focused on is looking at the basics. So are we covering all of our bases? Do we have scans in every single pipeline or every single repo that you're deploying? Uh, a lot of the times that's pretty hard to pull off. And so even having those that the kind of basics, fundamentals, like are we scanning all the stuff? Or, or do we have linters or 
our guardrails are in place for every single VPC. Like that simple thing of what's our coverage from a, you know, where are all the security controls deployed? That metric is still a very important metric. And it was, that's a similar metric that I had five, 10 years ago. You know, you're deploying an endpoint solution, you're deploying firewalls in, in your data centers, you're measuring what percent coverage. And so we're still doing that. I think that the technologies have sh for sure changed uh, and the ease at which those metrics can be gathered have definitely gotten a lot better because now AWS, GCP, they will provide a lot of these things for you. Um, or you can go to your fellow SREs and say, hey, I, I need to be able to report on this at scale. And we've got the, the tools, whether it's either via backend scripting or enabling technologies like Ansible and, and stuff like that. Like we've got things to be able to get data at scale. Um, it's just a matter of, are we, are we covering all of those things? And can we, can we measure that? That's a hard thing. I think mm -hmm. one of the metrics that definitely has to go out the window is like, are we, are we covering every single test case, every single scenario? So the, you know, the expectation that every single deploy into prod has to be tested, that is definitely not a metric that flies in a cloud enabled environment. Um, that might be great from like a, like a frequency perspective. Uh, and so being able to say like every two weeks we'll do a full code review. Sure, okay, that, that is a fine metric and being able to pull that off. Um, but definitely making sure that one of the security team's metrics is around speed and making sure that anything that you inject into that pipeline or into the development process from dev laptop to code and prod, uh, it needs to be really short because you know, security, you'll get kicked out of the room real fast if your security tool is taking minutes or hours to run before it provides any feedback. Yeah, isn't that really interesting? It's uh, it's now trying to build in security in a way that that continues to work in line with these rapid release cycles that we've got. Um, and I think you've started to touch now, Spencer, on some of the common pitfalls that people have around security and cloud adoption. Uh, one of them being, for example, if you try to slow things down, um, you're going to get in the way and people are going to try and find ways around this. And so it, in, in a sense, is now starting to inhibit cloud adoption uh, because you're kind of slowing this down. Are there any other kind of common pitfalls that, that you see when it comes to security teams and cloud adoption? Yeah, I think one of the big ones is jumping straight into breaking builds. I know that's a, lot, a big feature, like a selling component of a lot of vendors nowadays which is pretty crazy because that is like the last thing that you as a security team really want to do. Breaking builds means that you're, you're now slowing down the development pipeline. And so there better be a real good reason why you're breaking it. Um, and, you know, I, I look at it as if it's, if it's mission critical, if it's something that is epically terribly bad, sure, go ahead and break it, but make sure you've got documentation on how to, how to remediate it. There's clear pathways to go from, from red to green. Um, and not just, oh, great, we, we were able to block X number of builds this week. Like that is a definitely a metric you don't want to have anywhere in your program. Um, but but being able to be able to just provide, like our objective should be to provide commentary back to devs to say this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. Um, here at Reddit, we deploy numerous times a day across all of our different infrastructure. And for me, it's mostly like, how can we shorten that window? So it doesn't necessarily mean like everything that's shipped is 100% perfect mm -hmm. because we can iterate in like 30 minutes, we can have a complete patch for something that we caught either through a bug bounty program, through testing ourselves, through any various mechanisms of things that we're looking at, we can then push a patch. And the window of exposure, the likelihood that somebody's gonna find that extremely low. 
So I think it's it's focusing more on that race to shorten the, the window. So you're not going from, you know, if you do a release every three months and the next time you can get a security patch is another three months, that's a terrible window. Like mm-hmm. we should be loving cloud adoption because now we can find something and within, you know, X number of minutes or X number of hours even, we can deploy a patch and we can fix stuff now way faster than we used to. Or, and we can even try things out. Like maybe that first patch didn't work or maybe there's more edge case scenarios because now edge case scenarios are the only thing that like rules our lives. You can, you can quickly iterate on how are those things, those security controls that you're building out within your code or within your infra, you can iterate on those and that's awesome. Yeah. And so now that, that really starts to bring security into the fold to enable uh, this whole cloud adoption strategy that organizations would have. Spencer, it's been a treat having you as always. Thank you very much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks Altez. Want to learn about what Security Compass has to offer? Check out securitycompass.com slash demo for a free demo today. Want more of the Balancing Act? Be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to podcasts for more episodes.